0: This episode is brought to you by Vonage. Your business needs more than an 800 number. With Vonage Voice API, you can provide the call experience your customers expect and get the data your team needs. From call analytics and virtual assistants to automatic speech recognition and text-to-speech in multiple languages, your customer service team can help more people in more places. And with in-app voice, your customers can easily contact you the moment they have a question. Take your calls to the next level with Vonage Voice API. Learn more at Vonage.com.
2: The world looks different from behind the handlebars of a Rad Power Bike. A trip to the grocery store can turn into an impromptu visit to the pool. Commuting becomes a chance to skip traffic and grab an iced coffee. And spring break is always just a bike ride away. There's never been a better time to find your fun. Check out Rad's limited-time spring deals today at RadPowerBikes.com. Welcome back to Skincare Anarchy. I have such a great brand uh, for you guys today. I'm very excited because we all love science-backed, like actual science-backed brands here. So um, without further ado, I want to introduce you guys to the co-founders of 2250 Skincare, um, Fernando and Nez. Welcome to the show, Fernando and Nez. I'm so excited you guys are here.
1: Hi, Hi, everyone. We're super excited to be here.
2: Oh, yeah, I'm really excited to host you guys because I really love the, um, you know, the idea of what you guys are doing, which is this personalization, you know, and, um, you know, I really love the, the whole idea, but I want to talk to you guys from the beginning of the journey. So maybe, Fernando, you can get us started by telling us about yourself and how you guys uh, teamed up and, you know, what is 2250 really um, trying to do in the industry?
1: For sure. So um, thank you again, Ekta, for the opportunity to expose what we're doing. Um, Nessa and myself, we met uh, back in 2018 when we were both living in New York. Um, mm-hmm. We were both founders from, from from different backgrounds, and we ended up doing uh, an accelerator program in New York for immigrant founders that were taking their companies to the U.S. So, So that's how this whole journey started. We started as friends um i come from the my, my background is a little bit different i'm i come from the from the digital media world and and ness comes from the artificial intelligence world which which I'll, I'll let him discuss in, in a second so um we started as friends and at some point uh we said like hey listen uh we want to we want to start a project together uh why don't we start to to figure out like where our skills can be complementary um i'm i'm a very good business operator and Ness is a genius in, in, in product and, and technology. So we're like, okay, there's, there's a, a very good fit for us to create a, a product that we want to introduce into the market. And, and like mm-hmm. the, the, the idea comes from a very, uh, very relatable uh, product uh, problem that, that we think everyone has, which is 85% of people do not know where, what their skin needs. And, and we were among those 85%. So we were really struggling yeah. in finding uh, products that would be efficient for our type of skin or for the conditions of the environment. So that's when the whole idea of, of customization became central uh, to, to, to our current venture, which is 2250. Um, we went through two iterations. Our previous brand was Hishi. Uh, which was a simpler version of what we do right now. And I'll let Ness a- a explain in a moment. But yeah, that's where we yeah. are. The- this journey has been a, a four-year journey. Uh, this January, we've been, uh, we co-founded the company at the beginning of 2019. And-, and-, and this is where we are.
2: Amazing. I love that. And you know, before you uh, continue with us, uh, <laughs> Ness, with the story, I just want to say, you know, this is such a huge... Um, problem this, you know what you mentioned fernando with this 85 percent of people that really don't know because i completely agree with you you know even today you would think that with all these options out there all these brands popping up left and right that people are finding you know solutions for skin health but unfortunately we're going in the opposite direction you know so this idea of like um you know less is more and all of that i mean that's great to like say but then you actually have to back it up with the companies that are doing what you guys are doing which is giving a lot more power into the hands of the consumer, and you know letting them understand that your skin is individual okay it's not something that's cookie cutter it's not something you're going to find you know Like your one person's skin is not going to be the same as any other person's skin, even if you're the same race. That's my point. So you have to really come down to this personalized level. And I and I really enjoy the fact that you guys are going in that direction. But yeah, Nez, I would love for you to tell us about the AI component. That's really cool stuff.
0: Sure. So um, so basically the the AI component uh, is so the way it works for for us is the following one. For 40 years, the beauty industry was all about mass-produced skincare and, and products in general that are made to one size fit all, one product for, for everyone. And personalization kind of exists since like a couple of years now and has mm-hmm. been approached in, in different ways. Uh, first, throughout the quiz and then through our new technologies that aim to do uh, to individual analysis of of a person's skin. There is some interesting hardware and and big machines that you can find in a few stores right now that can aim you to to analyze your skin and that use AI. But our approach since the beginning was, how can we apply this technology to all, to everyone? How can we make it easy? And uh, we thought about your phone being the device that you use every day, being the best way uh, to do that. And basically, thanks to a technology, an AI technology that is called image processing, that is available and, and that is proven and, and that now is kind of mature in uh, in, uh, in, in its development, we can uh, use artificial intelligence to analyze anyone's skin based on a selfie picture. And basically, that's how the that's how it works. You you take a selfie on your phone on the website. You don't even need sorry. You don't even need to download an app. An app. You can do this on a website. And after taking this this selfie uh, after a few seconds, or uh, artificial intelligence uh, algorithms, are able to <coughs> I'm so sorry. Okay. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm just drinking a little bit of water. So yeah, no problem. Yeah. So basically, after just taking uh, a picture or AI algorithms analyze your picture and divide this picture into 10 different categories, which are acne, redness, wrinkles, and more, and give it a score between zero to 100. And Mm. based on the score, we are able to first have uh, an assessment and and a view of your skin, and then be able to formulate uh, products made based on those results. We also take into account your location so for example we ask you to put your zip code and based on your zip code we have the uv index data the weather data the um, for example uh, how cold or hot your location is and, and the pollution level of your location and we use those informations plus the one that you have on your selfie plus some more questions regarding your lifestyle to be able to, to formulate a unique uh, skincare routine based on your needs and on your environment and lifestyle.
2: Yeah, that's really, I, I find that to be so interesting because there's are um, obviously all key parameters, you know, that we have to keep in mind. But one thing I found to be very unique here is that you guys are putting it on a scale of, wh- what is it, 1 to 100 for each of these uh, yes. traits? Yeah, one, that's interesting. 1 to 100. And, and so one of my biggest questions is going to be, obviously, you know, um, from the end of like, what is... Like, so if you score like 45 on something, you know, well, what mm-hmm. are those like? What are your uh, ranges? You know, how are they divided in terms of how you categorize?
0: So basically, we have um, up to four categories. And the first one being need help, can get better, good mm-hmm. or very good. And depending on the category where you fall, then we we'll set a, a priority on, on this skin uh, problematic. Typically, uh, the, the formula and the routine that we, that we're formulating are, uh, are focusing on the three on the three main, uh, main sorry uh, skin that your main skin needs. So basically uh, you can have three priority problems which are acne, aging, and redness. and then your formula is gonna focus on those. We're not gonna we still gonna focus on the rest like hydration, for example, but the three main area of focus would be those. So basically, uh, with the scoring helps us to to define what are the main priorities.
2: Right, right. No, I, that makes sense. And, you know, I, I think that that is actually very, very brilliant in the sense that, you know, you are not giving one score, right? Because I think that when we think about AI generated anything, you know, I think it's a very big gray area. And Ness, I'm sure you, you've you seen people, you know, using the term, you know, very loosely these days, right? Especially with metaverse and all that stuff going on. But I think with AI, for me as a consumer, um, one of the biggest questions I have is, you know, what is this like what's going on on the back end right in terms of like coming bringing all of this data together to create some sort of an overview like what does that overview entail so I really like that you outlined these parameters that are very typical parameters that we actually have to consider when you're you're talking about you know topical skincare that's the whole point of topical skincare is to actually address the concerns that you mentioned which are measured through your, you know, tool. So I, I think that's, that's brilliant. That's brilliant. Yeah. I mean, just- one of
0: the, one of the, one of the other, um, uh, let's say advantage of, of using AI in, in our case is not only to establish a first diagnostic, but also to keep up with uh with the improvements and the results. Basically yeah. the way it's, the way it's working is like the first time you, you're purchasing the product, you've asked to take a, a selfie then you're gonna be asked to take another one two months later after finishing uh, your first routine because of a routine, our routine are designed to last two months, but also because your skin needs on average 28 days uh, to renew. So to be able to see the all the improvements and all the impact of the skincare routine on your skin, then you need at least a month. So after two months, you're gonna be asked to take a new picture and you're going to see basically the improvements in the scoring so basically, if the first day your hydration score was 50, then our goal is to at least have a 60 uh, uh, hydration score after two months to see uh, an incremental progression throughout the month. First. And basically, you can see those improvements and you're going to have your formula that is going to be automatically updated based on those new results. So not only yeah. you take not only you take a first selfie and get results the first day, but also you can see and keep up with the improvement. It's a formula that's going to evolve with you, with the seasons, with the different textures, and and also with the new active ingredients that we're going to add to our our database throughout the time because we are constantly researching and trying to improve our database of of active ingredients.
2: Yeah, no, that's actually one of the questions I I had for you was this, You know, um, I think one of the hardest parts of skin health right now is to find that perfect combination of ingredients that tackle certain problems. So, for example, if somebody comes, you know, and says, hey, I have really, really dry, flaky skin, you know, and it's causing me to have um, a damaged skin barrier, you know, it's just like a lot of redness or whatever. It's very hard to come up with this cocktail of ingredients that are going to be perfect. Right. So how was that process like for you guys when you were putting together, you know, some key ingredients, um, some baseline ideas for your formulas, you know, what was the formulation aspect like, you know, in terms of uh, drawing out the blueprint?
0: So while elaborating or, or algorithm of formulation, the challenge was to, to avoid any cocktail of uh, active ingredients that doesn't work together, that cancel each other, that are uh, going to create uh, reactions if they mix together, et cetera, et cetera. So it was a challenging work of of data science basically to to be able to create uh, an algorithm that take um, a lot of parameters into account to be able to formulate um, those formulas and and give the best results to to our users while keeping our formula uh, safe. We went through an an extremely strict selection of of active ingredients. Um, All the ingredients that we have on our database are have the best scoring of the EWG, uh, which is basically um, uh, a platform that gives a score of toxicity uh, of all the ingredients available in the market from zero to 10. And most of our ingredients are scored either zero, either one. So that's the best score possible. So we that's basically to answer to your question, a lot of research. Uh, I mean, we spend more than two years and a half developing that which for a skincare company is an extremely, uh, long and unusual unusually long process, I would say, because usually com- companies tend to create products and put them directly into the market after, um, quick month, uh, of research, or even like using products that are white label, etc. So we had to reinvent the wheel, you know, in our case, because not only we have created our own algorithms, but we have also created our own production. Basically we, uh, we have a laboratory, I can call mm-hmm. it like that, it's like a manufacturing place, but it looks more like a laboratory than uh, regular um, skincare manufacturing operation, uh, where we have operators that use machines, yes, but human operators that create each of the formulas for mm-hmm. uh, for customers. And we had to create this whole process, source or uh, machines that come from uh, research and development in pharmaceuticals uh and and change the way we they they being used to be able to adapt into a process so it, it took us quite a while
2: yeah yeah that sounds like a very um you know, very very in depth process and a lot to take on. So you know, truly, really, uh, hats off to you guys for really doing it the correct way. That's that's wonderful that you took your time. You know, I don't find that to be strange. I find that to be that's true innovation. It takes time. You know, and a lot of times what I notice is brands are coming out with products um prematurely. You know, they'll come out with something and it's like. Uh, You should have done some more homework on this, you know, before you released it. So I think that's a great thing that you guys have put so much time in. You know, one of my big things, though, is, uh, you know, I don't really believe in this uh, idea of every new ingredient you know, has to be tried. So how do you guys deal with that, you know, as entrepreneurs? Because, you know, every day there's a new extract coming out or a new quote-unquote staple form of, you know, some active or, you know, all these things are always coming up and uh, people are hyping it up. So, you know, from the standpoint of your formulations, do you, do you guys have to make those, you know, decisions? Does that conversation happen in a lot? Like in your team, like, oh, we need to start thinking about this ingredient or are you pretty... Uh, focused on like the published papers you know what i mean like tried and true how does you know what's that it, it's like?
0: uh, i would i would say like it's uh so it, it's it starts with a lot of discussions between my uh my my director of cosmetology and, and myself about which ingredients we should uh we should try and and why we have a, a trial process before uh using any active ingredients uh in in our products we look a lot of obviously to to the papers and, and and to the news. For example, we decided to remove retinol um, from a product line uh, or ingredient line because obviously retinol uh, is great and efficient products, but it can create uh, reactions at redness, etc. And and we try yes. to avoid <laughs> we try to avoid this to our customers. So for example, we replace yeah. retinol by bakuchiol, which is proven to to be as efficient but without all the side effects. So let's say that we are very conscious and always alert about everything that is out there, but we try to yeah. be also ex- extremely conservative in the way we select a uh, product. For example, it took us a year and a half before uh, uh, integrating mushrooms actives to to formulas. Now we have, um, if, I, if I'm if i right, three or four strains of, of mushrooms uh, wow. in, in a list of active ingredients because they are proving to be really efficient. I would say, for example, like the snow mushroom, that is uh, an extremely uh, good method and extremely good for hydration, uh, and and that's something that is quite new and, and and unusual. But we have been following some brands that have been using those active ingredients for a while, and and we saw great feedbacks in their reviews, in the reviews from the users. Uh, and, uh, and and a good acceptance uh, from the market. So uh, I would say that it's it's a it's a process that is continuous. And sometimes we can add active ingredients and decide to remove them a little bit later, if we yeah. if 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 we discover that it's not the right fit for us. Um, yeah, or if it's yeah. something
2: better comes out, or you know, and I mean, like yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Absolutely no, so. I, I, I was screaming in the middle of you explaining that you don't use retinol because I'm actually a huge believer in that every, every formula doesn't need retinol. I love that you said that because I genuinely believe in that as well. You know, as somebody who uh, sees a lot of products and stuff, I can say that retinol, I think is one of the most overused ingredients in this mm-hmm. space. And it's unnecessary because of the fact that what you brought up, which is this idea of it's going to cause a lot of, you know, it, it takes a lot. Of time to get your skin to get used to that because it's really causing chaos in your skin. So I really actually recommend people to go for skincare lines that are not, you know, bombarded with actives because of you know what you said, which is you know you don't want to cause an even worse reaction, right, in people's skin. Most people are looking for this calming, soothing, maintenance effect with their skincare, and I think that's really where the the real deal is. So you know what you guys are doing, I think is that's a great approach, really. I mean, it's, it's making you. a lot of taking a lot of guesswork out for consumers and that is something that I have been waiting for this industry to do because to this day I kid you guys not you know let me share an example whenever I go on a TikTok half the time I see people and I'm like cringing like why are you buying 15 products you know what I mean like why there's no need for that they don't understand the concept of skin saturation you know receptor saturation these kind of things so I think um, you know bringing AI into all of this and utilizing in a way that you are now decluttering the space, that's absolutely brilliant. And we really need that. You know, it's time to cut the crossover.
0: I I appreciate appreciate your your feedback. And we're totally in line with it. I mean, I would say that you have to understand that for a beauty brand in general, the goal is to sell as many products as possible. So trying like to promote a 10-step routine for some kind of makes sense. But let's say that we try to not fool our customers. Our approach is kind of like the Korean one. Uh, where we try to have a three step routine that just contains everything that you need for a day of skincare, no more, no less. So, and we're trying, we're trying to be extremely, um, let's say educated in our approach to explain why we need a cleanser, a moisturizer and a serum and what they're doing and, and why it's, why, what it's enough. And you don't necessarily need more. But after I can also understand that some people that extremely fun of the of the skincare routine like to try new things and, and are super curious and are going to end up using a lot of products but for the average customer for all customers the people that we're targeting are just people that want to maintain the skin or improve it or take care of it then this three-step routine is uh, way more than enough because at the end it will contain all the active ingredients you need and even more.
2: Exactly. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree with you. And I also want to say, you know, um, that right now, we have to realize that there are two types of skincare routines, I think, you know, one, yes, it's okay to use actives, but you need a maintenance system. And that's what I keep trying to tell people is that, you know, Invest in maintenance. Every doctor for any problem you have will tell you that. For example, if you go and you get a surgery, right? You get something done for your, um, say, you know, you have your appendix removed or something's wrong with your gut health and you get a surgery done. If somebody's going to tell you or any kind of procedure done, the doctor is going to tell you, you need to maintain a good diet. You need to maintain good exercise, maintain, maintain, maintain. And that is the same thing with skin. You know, it's just an organ like everything else. So you us maintaining it is more important than changing the atmosphere so much, you know, which is what happens with actives. You know, when you put a peel on your skin, you're disrupting a lot of things, right? And you're trying to get skin off, but you don't need to be doing that every single day. Your goal every day with your skin and for all the listeners, you know, is to find nourishing products that are geared towards what you need. And that's it. Absolutely. Something you do every single day, you know? And so that's why like you guys are really, for me personally, even if I think of it as a consumer, you're filling a huge white space here because no one is creating maintenance skincare anymore everyone is just using the fancy words and the big, you know, oh, you know, exfoliate this and exfoliate. No, you don't need to do that. It's not, you know, it's not normal. So I, I, I'm fully behind what you guys are doing. I think it's great. Um, Thank
0: you. Appreciate it.
2: Yeah. No, I want to actually ask Fernando, I want to ask you about like future for 2250. I mean, you guys are um, obviously doing a great job right now, but um, in terms of this AI tool and I'm sure it's evolving, right? AI always evolves. So how is How is the future looking for the brand and what are are some next things, you know, in the works, if you can share them?
1: Yeah, for for sure. So um, since the the conception of the idea, um, Ness and myself created this roadmap of where where do we want to get? So there's a lot of milestones to be achieved. Uh, One of them is, um, and, and Ness and I would love to discuss this, is, how uh, how sustainability is entrenched in in in, in the DNA of, of, of the brand so um, we're really looking into redefining the, the category we, we see a lot of areas of opportunity from uh, a, a personalized approach which is what what Ness just discussed to uh, promoting conscience consumption which is a, a long way so so, so that's in, in the works we're, we're gonna launch um, a vertical of the company, if you want to call it, that it's going to be called 2250.learn, in which we really want to expose um, conscience consumption and, and ways to achieve it. And it's not just by, by education, but we want to, we want to create this uh, outlet of information in which we're really um, exposing the, to, our, to our consumers and, and future consumers, uh, what they can do, what are the brands that are aligning also with our mission because we're not the only ones out there. Uh, and we want to do that, that through education. So I think what, one of the most important milestones and what's coming up next is, is the launch of our of our Learn Initiative that it's literally called like that. It's, it's, we're steering away from just having a blog uh, of where we can use where we can showcase tips and tricks, which of course it works and, and, and it's gonna be there. But rather than educating our, our consumers on, on, on our mission and, and where, where do we want to, where do we want to be in a couple of years with, with a brand, you know um, yeah. so, so I would say that that's that's a very interesting thing that it's coming. Um, the, the second one is um, we're launching a blockchain reward system. And uh, you, you were discussing, I like, yeah, you, you, you keep hearing AI all these days. Uh, that, that word last year wasn't AI and that was crypto and blockchain and everything. So it's, it's not a fad that we're incorporating, but yeah. blockchain as a model, not, I'm not talking about crypto. I'm talking about being, introducing blockchain to our business model. Um, we believe it, it will allow us to build a community through transparency because again, it's everything it's on the blockchain. So uh, uh, one of the things that you will see in the, next, in the upcoming months, it's going to be our reward system. It's not going to be a point system, but it's, uh, it's going to be based on, on a blockchain for, for transparency. And that's going to come with a bunch of benefits that we would love to discuss that later on. Um, yeah. And then the, the, the last uh, and, and one of the most exciting things is that um, we are in the crafts of creating our, our omnichannel strategy. Because yeah. as, I, as I said, uh, when Ness and I started with the idea, um, we also set a roadmap of where, where should the brand be in two years, three years, five years, ten years. And, and the idea, it's, it's, it's very simple. Um, going back to the data that I said, 85% of people do not know what their skin needs. Yeah. Uh, their, their journey to purchase, it's very particular. It's through a recommendation that someone did or I will go into X store, I will talk to one of the sales associates and tell them like, listen, I have, my skin is super dehydrated or I'm breaking out or whatever the problem is that I wanna solve. And they're gonna steer me to, to, to a brand that they feel, according to their knowledge, will, will help me solve those problems. That still has, a, has a, an intrinsic problem with itself which is a problem that you're going to end up buying it's not the pro- it's not it's not the product that you that your skin needed. So we want to break through all that and and offer customization in retailing. So yeah. so that's that's the the, the 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 one of the most exciting things that we're working on. Um,
2: that is exciting. Our, wow. I love
0: our,
1: that. Our our customization process as Ness mentioned right now. Um, it's simple, but at the same time uh, entails uh, machines, uh, people. We use a scanning system in order to have a supply chain that will be able to fulfill the amount of orders that we're receiving. So, so the challenge was like, okay, how can we take that into retailing uh, and make it a as a business? You know, the answer it wasn't. So we had to create um, a new way of delivery the uh, for, for the active ingredients to create customization and and when we want to create customization it's in the hands of the people when you go into uh, a store that we might partner with so yeah. so we're in so
0: we're currently in it's the works of that yep. it's gonna be exciting it's gonna be something that you haven't seen before
2: I, I'm sure of that. That sounds really cool. Even, you know, um what you just described, Fernando. I'm I think, you know, that's something that we've been needing for a long time. And I'm really excited to see you guys uh working towards it. I mean, I think eventually, hopefully, my my hope is that we all um start to understand the, the role of customization in this world that we live in and really start to take into account how it, valuable these kind of products are in comparison to just guesswork which is what i call most shopping right yeah (laughs)
1: Yeah. and just uh and and i love what what you said that it's like part of what we do is like really giving back the the power to the consumer because right now again uh Skincare can be even intimidating, you know. We, we've we've talked to, to a lot of uh, a lot of people and it's like, "Hey, sometimes I a lot of people have told us like I, I don't use skincare products because I don't know what I need." So so yeah. there, there's there's uh, there's a very very large group of of underserved um, potential skincare consumers that just don't consume because they say like, "Hey, if I go into X store, whatever it may be." Uh, I, I don't know what, what retinol means or why does it do or why would I go for hyaluronic acid or vitamin C mm-hmm. or blah, blah, blah. And there's like thousands of active ingredients, you know? So, so, so skincare, even for someone that knows, it's, it's intimidating because there's a bunch of new ingredients that you know, that, that, that create all, all these different results. Uh, you have, uh, as Nez was saying, there, there's, there, there are routines that are very, very granular, that will yeah. be comprised of like 10, 15 products. So I was like, if I don't know how to use a moisturizer, uh, why would I use a toner or a serum? I don't know even the difference between one or the other, you know? So again, yeah. thinker can be intimidating. So we, we're, we're taking the intimidation out and, and, and how are we doing is um, we're, we're bringing something very interesting that it's tech-based uh to the retail point which is why ness is making the claim of like this is something that you haven't seen because you haven't seen so you haven't seen it yet at least yeah. um and, yeah. and, and and it's aiming to to again take take out the grass uh make the, the the end user feel more comfortable that if i go into one of these stores uh and i'm not really sold on the idea of the recommendations of the of the sales associate i can also have the, the, the option with another brand like ours that can be like, okay, then this is going to be made for me versus me buying to to having to go on and, and buying to one of the other brands that are already existing, you know? So we want to mm-hmm. offer the uh, that option to, to the end consumer.
2: I love that. And, you know, I wanted to say this because I really, I, you know, this actually is very valuable to me that you're both male founders because here's why i think the male demographic of skin health consumers are being so underserved and i really feel like genuinely i believe this you know from psychologically i think it's because that you're not catering to how the the male mind thinks right like most brands don't do that and from what i've noticed you know and i think when you give especially male consumers doesn't have to be only them but like when you give them a direct answer they're more likely to gravitate towards that rather than like 15 you know other options please correct me if i'm wrong both of you but you know i really believe that there that's a huge component of why we're not seeing as many men you know come into the skincare space well i think it's growing now but it was like almost nothing before but i think with this idea of here you know you Go on this website they're gonna look at your face here you know it makes sense like it's a linear thinking process and i think that's what a lot of men experience is like they need to know why do i need this and what is it going to do for me and i think that just addressing those two questions and the way you guys are doing it that is i think more relevant to that specific demographic than anything i've seen you know it's it's not that they don't want to take care of their skin it's just that they don't want to go to a Sephora. Normal men don't go to a Sephora and walk around for, you know, an no, hour. You know what I mean? It's <laughs> like <laughs> Most men don't do that. So it's, it's like, you know, it's very hard to get products into their hands. And so this is a really, really great solution for them. You know, so all of our male audience listening in, like you guys, this really is a great option for you. You know, you're getting quality products, but you're getting a solution. That's the main thing. And I think we need to really... Kind of support this, you know. I, I really support what you guys are doing, and I would love to see all of the the men get behind this because this is, I think, going to really lead to great things. You know, it's going to reduce things like sun exposure. You know, you having too dry skin causing other problems as we age. I mean, there's just so many things involved with skin health. So yeah, I mean, I'm I'm a huge fan. You know, you guys. I think you guys are brilliant.
1: <laughs> no, there's uh there's um there's a habit component to to just what 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 you were saying, Ecta, is yeah. that uh, and I'm gonna our brand is genderless. So so with our focus is like we will look at your skin, no matter if you're man, woman, uh, or, or or whatever gender you feel comfortable identifying with. Uh, yes. what we look is is what what are the problems that we're solving on your skin, okay? But yes. uh, aside from that, just uh, addressing to to the men part of it, which is a, which is a huge market potentially. There's lack of education. So us as men, we don't have that education in our upbringing uh, of like, hey, take care of your skin. That's uh, at least I'm gonna, I cannot be generalistic, but I'm from Mexico. In Mexico, we don't get that part. You know, I cannot, yeah. I cannot speak to other countries, but I think that it relates to the gender. Uh, but there's a the habit part of like, hey, if I'm used to uh, showering, putting my deodorant, uh, brushing my teeth, putting whatever I put in my hair, and then leaving, Adding a step to that, you're also playing into the habit part of the person. Of like, you need to change that person's habit in order for them to consume your product. So, mm-hmm. so the, there's there's a longer road there, but that 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 road uh, has a, a huge yield of, of opportunity of of, of expansion in, in in a market. You know, mm-hmm. um, and again, the the, the word is, is is making it more simple. You know, as as you were saying, hey, uh, just like for example me i use my cleanser in the shower i, I don't use it uh, outside so i shower yeah. i use my cleanser and then i put my serum and then my moisturizer and then i'm done you know but but that's just me uh yeah, there's but, i mean you will... made
2: a great point though because here's the thing that is the you know let me just be honest people talk a lot about you know we want to we want people to change habits all this stuff right well the first step is to give them a solution, you know what I mean? And then the psychological part, which is habit formation, happens later. Because guess what? Every morning they will wake up, they see their three-step routine sitting in front of them. The cleanser is in the shower, so they know they have to use it as part of their shower routine. Come out of the bathroom, use your serum, use your moisturizer, done. That's a that's how you form habit, is when the product is available and it's the right thing so that it actually shows you results. That's what sticks. And that's why I'm so excited to see you guys bringing this like technology component here because there's nothing better than technology to hook certain demographics of people like I grew up like gaming for example right so I always say like I'm a I'm a gaming girl kind of person I love tech I love I I gravitate towards everything technology you know so there's a lot more people out there that are the same way because we we tend to like whether we admit it or not as human beings we like data we like to know What is this and why? And the fact that you guys are so data driven and you're so uh, based on facts, that's a huge hook point, you know, for everybody. Like you were saying, Fernando, it doesn't matter about gender or what. It matters that this is science, this technology, and that doesn't, you know, change based on someone's opinion. That is just what it is. And... It's much easier to get behind that than just, you know, some influencer saying, Yeah, this is a good cream or yeah, this is a good toner, you know? I
1: I, I love that you mentioned the influencers because for example, at some point we were like, I can see whatever influencer that I follow with glowing looking skin, like I want your skin. The yeah. problem with them recommending a product is like that product might work on them, but it might not yield the same results for me. And it's not that the product is faulty. I'm not badmouthing the brands. Like all, all of those products work, you know, but yeah. like through personalization, you get that extra step. And, and to be honest, like, for example, uh, people will feel like, yeah, yeah, this guy is just selling the company, but <laughs> I have to be completely honest. Until we integrated the part of artificial intelligence to our business model, which which was with 2250, as I mentioned, Hishi was a simpler version in which you would answer questions and the product would get custom formulated for you you very granularly. But then there were still the part of the questions that you needed to answer. That our AI is also a discovery tool which will allow you to think like, I might go into a Sephora and say like, hey, I have dehydrated skin. But maybe my my biggest problem is going to be dehydrated skin, but it was redness. For example, me, until we integrated, and I am the founder of a skincare company. So you can imagine like for the general public that they're not very, like they're not as into this as us, you know, I found out that I, that have a very bad case of redness. And I, and I, and I knew that once the artificial intelligence told me, so this is not just only a tool that help us optimize the product, but it's a discovery tool of saying like, Hey, you might think that your acne is the worst thing or the, 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 your biggest area of opportunity, but yeah. it in fact, is your dehydration, your dehydration. It's like through the roof, you have a 20 mm-hmm. score on, on dehydration, which should, should be hundred. So the focus should not be acne it should be dehydration. So, yeah. so the tool again is a discovery tool. Um, we see that there's as, 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 you you might meet a lot of entrepreneurs and everyone is trying like yeah we're like uh like like disrupting and you hear all these like like flashy words but when we say that we're really really trying to redefine the category it's because we see areas of opportunity that through tech can be done uh the follow-through of like if you like you can go Sephora you can buy a product the product can start to work but in two months due to internal facts of like maybe stress or whatever it is maybe the moisturizing is 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 not working enough because you're not sleeping enough or you started to smoke or whatever Uh, through artificial intelligence and our tool uh, as nes mentioned the product is going to continue to evolve so it never stops and it's never the same product it's the product that your skin needs all the time so in that way you don't have to jump from 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 one brand to the other so yeah just to sum up like we feel that like like tech the, the technology that we're implementing is is the next step uh yeah. simplifying everything and offering uh, uh optimized results
2: exactly uh, you know i i hundred percent think you really hit the nail on the head there you know because i believe in everything you said i think that with skin it's so easy to assume that okay one you know i have dehydrated skin. So that's just what I'm going to keep focusing on for two years. Okay. No, it's an org. And you know, that's where this really, really, um, I, I agree with you because like every organ is changing every day depending on what it's exposed to, what it's not exposed to, these kind of things. And I think this kind of knowledge, um, it's even more, it goes beyond just a skincare brand. It goes into this, like you said earlier, you guys were talking about the education component. This is how you educate people by showing them. And I think when you guys, you know, everyone tuning in and listening, if you guys start seeing like, you know, hey, Two months ago, this is what my skin looked like. Since I addressed those, this is what it looks like now. That in itself is a journey, and it's going to really, like you said, you know... Um, Fernando, it's gonna really open up a lot of doors, you know, for people to understand their skin rather than just think that they understand it. You know, it's it's like saying that, you know, something living and breathing is like already determined. No, your skin is always changing. It's like a it's a entity on its own. Every organ is, you know, I believe that. And and I think that the biggest disconnect right now between good brands. Hello? Oh, I I lost you there for a second, but I think it was me. So sorry. Okay, no problem. Um, no, but I think the disconnect between brands and consumers right now is that their cons- brands are saying, we think we know best, and consumers are saying, okay, we're going to trust you, but then we're not seeing results. And that's because they're not doing imaging of any kind. And that's where I'm really behind what you're saying, because when we, for example, looking at neuroscience, when did if you think about history, when did we really start making progress in neuroscience? It was when imaging got introduced. That's been the case with every organ system. Nowadays, anytime you go for a procedure, it's an imaging-guided system and procedure that you're having, you know, like laparoscopic surgery, for example, or anything that is being done to you is now Relying on technology, and I don't see why we shouldn't be doing the same thing for skin. So I, I fully, fully back up what you guys are doing, and I loved learning about 2250. For everyone listening, um, I'm gonna link the brand obviously in all of our concept art, but I really encourage you guys to go check out this brand. Like I mean, honestly, I think this is the next wave. I agree. You know, I think that we need this level of personalization. We need this to even become more educated. So you know, for everyone listening and tuning in. Huge thumbs up from my end. And you guys, Fernando and Ness, thank you so much. You guys are brilliant and I love what you're doing. So thank you for Thanks sharing God. that thank with you. us. Thank
1: you. Thank, you. Yes. thank you. It was Ten really words. nice to talking to you and giving us this space to to really talk about our mission and, and, and where we're headed. And um, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Have a good day.